All right, so you've tried keto and intermittent fasting and paleo, and you've even tried CrossFit and P90X and bodybuilding, and you've seen some success, but not the success that others have gotten, and you think, well, is there something wrong with me? And no, you just haven't found what works for you. So the question is, how do busy dads get into great shape with limited time, space, and equipment, all while enjoying the process and without sacrificing family time? If you want to know the secrets to dialing in your nutrition, being consistent, and staying motivated to achieve your fitness goals once and for all, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kevin Torres, and this is the Dad Bod Wad Podcast. What's up, Legacy Makers? I'm your host, Kevin Torres, helping busy dads like you go from dad bod to fit dad without cutting carbs, fasting, or sacrificing family time so that you can create a legacy of health and fitness, not only for yourself, but for generations to come and be the role model and the leader of your family that you were meant to be. As a dad of three little girls, I know all too well how precious your time is. And on this show, we're talking about how to get into great shape in as little as 15 minutes a day. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to find the right routines that you could actually stick to for the long haul, okay? I'm not talking about trying keto for 30 days or trying you know, intermittent fasting for three weeks, losing 10 pounds, and be like, wow, this really works, but then you actually stop doing it and then you gain all the weight back, right? I'm talking about something that you could actually stick to for five years, 10 years, 20 years down the line because that's what we're looking for. We're looking for lifestyle ha- shifts and habit shifts, right? We're looking for total and permanent transformation, not these quick 30-day fixes and 60-day fixes and 90-day boot camps and things like that, all right? So that's what we're going to be talking about on today's episode, and I'm super excited to dive into that. But before we do, if you're even a tiny bit curious about what my one-to-one coaching program offers and whether it can help you hit your goals, I'd love for you to go to ForgingLeadFathers.com, click that apply button, and I will be in touch to talk about if and how my program can help. Again, ForgingLeadFathers.com, click that apply button, and I'll be in touch to talk about if and how my program can help. I'm super excited, and I look forward to chatting with you soon. So let's jump into today's episode. So I posted about this earlier on social media this week about how, you know, you've probably tried keto and paleo and intermittent fasting, right? You maybe even seen like some results, some success with that. Maybe lost five, 10 pounds, or maybe you were able to do it for three months or six months and lose even more weight. And you probably also tried CrossFit and keto and paleo. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I'm a little sick. Uh, you tried CrossFit and Pin in the X and bodybuilding, and you know weightlifting and things along those lines, right? And you know maybe you were pretty consistent for a couple of weeks, or maybe even a couple of months, maybe even a year, right? But then something got in the way. Maybe it was COVID. Maybe it was something else. But it derailed you, right? It it took you off your course. And so my question for you is. When that happened, like what were you know what was your initial thought? Did did you blame yourself? Did you think, man, I lack motivation, I lack willpower, I lack you know consistency, I suck, right? Or maybe you blame the program. Oh, see, intermittent fasting doesn't work, or keto doesn't actually work, or CrossFit doesn't actually work, or P and the X doesn't actually work, right? Like what what was that for you that you decided? Um, what what did you blame? You know, and so the reason why I bring that up is because all of those things work. Keto works, paleo works, CrossFit works, p the x works, freaking Zumba works, right? It's a matter of finding the right one that actually works for you. Because hell, if you want to dance around to a DVD in your living room, then maybe Zumba works for you if that's how you enjoy, you know, getting fitness, your fitness on, right? If you like biking, maybe that's, you know, that's for you, right? For me, like, 
I will never try keto. Not because I don't think it works. I'm sure there are benefits, right? Ketosis, all this other stuff, right? I just don't care enough to actually give up bagels and bread and things that I absolutely love that are part of my like diet, part of my family's diet, right? Pasta and stuff like that. You know, I'm not going to go to my mother-in-law's house and be like, sorry, you know, I don't need pasta anymore because I'm keto, like a freaking, you know, wacko. And again, no knock to anybody who likes keto or tries keto or keto and stuff like, I don't care. I, I really don't care what, you know, if, if you do it, what I'm saying is it's not for me. It doesn't fit my lifestyle. So I don't want to do it. I wouldn't want to, you know, eat one way while my family eats another way. Right. So keto is off out of the question. Intermittent fasting, I've tried it for a couple of weeks back before I had kids and then I tried it when I had kids. Before I had kids, I was like, uh, this is like decent. I saw some results, but it just wasn't enjoyable to feel hungry in the morning until it was time to eat, right? And now with kids, it's definitely not enjoyable because I wake up super early, I'm making their breakfast and it's like, you know, impossible not to like nibble on things when I'm making their breakfast and stuff like that, right? So it's just like, you know, I like, I like coffee with cream in it. And it's just like, you know, do I want to put myself through that? No, I don't. I don't want to put myself through, you know, forcing myself to fast just to achieve a certain result that I think works for some people. It just doesn't work for everybody. Okay. Same thing with your fitness, anything that you're trying. The, the thing that I want you to think about is there's nothing wrong with you, okay? I want you to re recognize that there's nothing wrong with you. It, you just haven't found the right program or the right protocol or the right diet or the right, you know, workouts that work for you. So there are three simple things to ask yourself, three simple questions to ask yourself whether the approach you're working on is actually going to work for you. One, I say this all the time, but, well, this isn't the three, but <clears throat> before I jump into the three, one is... Like, is the program specifically designed for you? And what I mean by that, is the program designed for, you know, a busy dad? Or is it designed, you know, for 20-year-olds who want to achieve a certain look, okay? Or, you know, or maybe even 30-year-olds, but who are athletes, who want to, you know, who are working, worrying about competing, right? Like, so many guys are worried about their numbers, like, oh, I got to get this snatch, or I got to get this clean and jerk, 240-pound clean and jerk, right? People who are in the CrossFit space, that's, that's their, you know, what their numbers, you know, their obsessions are. And again, nothing wrong with that if that's your goal, but like that's not my goal. Like I don't care about snatching or clean and jerks or, or weights or percentages of weights and things like that. Like, you know, I'm not interested in that whatsoever. Okay. But my point of my point of that is to say, like, if you're following those fit influencers on Instagram and stuff like that who are putting, you know, four hundred pound back squat and then that's and it makes you feel like that's what you should be chasing that might not be realistic for you, right? You're not an athlete with a 400 pound back squat. You're a father with a couple of kids and you're looking for functional fitness so that in 10 years from now, you could still be chasing your kids around. You could be coaching little league, right? And 20 years from now, you could still be getting on and off the toilet without your kid's help, right? In 30 years from now, nobody's wiping your butt because your hips are still good and your arms are good and you're doing it yourself, right? Like that's what we're looking for. So yeah, if, if the 400 pound back squat is something that's important to you, kudos, whatever, but I want you to be really clear. Like, are you following the right people who have you in mind, specifically designed programs with you in mind? Okay. Like by busy dads for busy dads. Right. And, um, you know, or are you, you know, following young 
fitfluencers who, you know, are obviously have all kinds of time in the world, right? To meal prep and to spend 90 minutes to two hours a day in the gym. Okay. So just think about that first. Like, why are you following the people that you're following on Instagram? And in what ways is that clouding or shaping your perception, one of yourself, but then also like what's realistic, what's achievable, what's sustainable. Okay. Because again, if you're following a thousand different CrossFit athletes, well, then you feel as you feel like a loser every day when you're not squatting 400 pounds snatching 300 pounds, running a sub five minute mile and, you know, able to eat pints of ice cream and still maintain a year round six pack. Okay. With 8% body fat. If those are the people you follow, it's going to cloud your judgment. Okay. So anyway, um, the three questions that you need to ask yourself before starting any fitness program, any endeavor, right? Whether it's a nutrition, uh, a diet or a fitness program or a new workout regimen, whatever is question number one is, does this approach fit my lifestyle? Like your current lifestyle, not not the lifestyle you had when you were 20, not the lifestyle you wish you had, right? But your current lifestyle. Does this approach fit your lifestyle? Meaning, do you want to drive to the gym for 20 minutes, work out for an hour, and then drive back for 20 minutes? Is that like conducive to your lifestyle? Or do you just not have that kind of time because you're busy you know, worker, you, you, you're, you, you know, you're a busy manager, you have kids, you can't leave the house at certain times, right? Your wife doesn't want you to go out. Like just, does it fit your lifestyle or does it not fit your lifestyle? That's what you need to ask yourself first. Same thing with prep, with the dieting and meal prepping, right? Like keto doesn't fit my lifestyle. Does sitting there, you know, being paleo, not having processed greens while your family is having processed greens, like is that the smartest choice for you to be making? Is intermittent fasting, while everybody's eating breakfast, you're just sitting there like drinking black coffee, right? Like a schmuck, while everybody's enjoying bacon and waffles, is does that fit your lifestyle? Okay, so those are the questions I want you to ask yourself. Question number two is, do I enjoy doing it or can I learn to make it fun? Because look, workouts suck. Working out can suck, right? So one, do you enjoy doing it? Like Zumba, I don't enjoy Zumba. I don't want to try it, right? Maybe it's fun. I don't know. I just don't, I can't wrap my head around it being fun. And again, I'm not knocking Zumba. I'm sure people out there are getting amazing results with it and it's amazing, but it's just not for me, right? There are just certain, a thousand different workout programs out there that are just not for me. Jazzercise, whatever, you know, group boot camps, whatever, right? So either can I enjoy it? Do I enjoy doing it? If not, well, can I learn to make it fun, right? Well, can I learn to make Zumba fun if it was like the only thing out there? Maybe, yeah, maybe I can learn to make it fun. But if not, then why why even bother? Why not just try something else, okay? So question number two is, do I enjoy doing it or can I learn to make it fun? If you hate running and you can't figure out a way how to make it fun, well, then maybe running is not for you. But if you hate running... But making it fun would be like bringing a podcast on the on the run with you or, or an audio, audio book or a friend to go on the run with you and then it makes it a little bit more enjoyable. Well, then there you go. Might not be sustainable to always have a friend with you, right? It might not be realistic, but you get my point. Do I enjoy it? Yes. Great. No. Then can I learn to make it fun? Okay. And then question number three is, could I see myself doing it for a long window of time? Okay. So let me let me ask, what I mean by that is, would you rather do a six-day-a-week-in-the-gym regimen for the next six weeks? So for the next six weeks, you have to go to the gym six days a week. Could you stick to that? Probably. It'd be a little difficult, right? Could you do like a six-week boot camp where you have to go to the gym six days a week to do these classes? Probably, right? But would you rather go to the gym six days a week for the next six weeks? Or would you rather go to the gym three days a week but for the rest of your life? 
okay? So notice the difference there. You can go you can go hard, right? Go hard for six weeks and go six days. Yeah, I did it. I'm doing every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is awesome, right? But then you burn out and it's not sustainable. It's not something you could actually do for a long window of time. Vacations come up, holidays come up, things get thrown off. And then if you're not going six days a week anymore, you feel like, well, I sh- I, I'm failing. I'm not going to go anymore. And then you go down that vicious cycle again, right? So would you rather go to the gym six days a week for the next six weeks or would you rather go three days a week but for the rest of your life, okay? So question number three again is, could I see myself doing it for a long window of time? Same thing with intermittent fasting. Can you actually see yourself doing that for the next 20 years, waking up and starving yourself until 1 p.m. and then eating until 9 p.m., right? Or keto, like not having bread, bagels, pizza, you know, cake, rice, things like that, things that are absolutely delicious, part of necessary parts of just life and engagement and family and, you know, interaction and society and relationships and, you know, just whatever. Like, can you see yourself never in doing those things again for the rest of your life for a super long window of time? Now, if you have like a goal, like, all right, I just want to do this for 90 days and lose 30 pounds. Like, okay, sure. You know, if you could do it for that, whatever, fine. Maybe you're doing a photo shoot or a picture or a wedding or, you know, a a high school reunion or a college reunion or something like that. Great, whatever. But really, can you do it for a long window of time? I'm talking more than 60 days, 90 days. I'm talking about a year, two years, three years. So to recap, these are the questions that I want you to ask yourself is, does this approach fit my lifestyle? Okay, before you start any diet or workout regimen, does this approach approach fit my lifestyle. Two, do I enjoy doing it or can I learn to make it fun? Okay. And then three is, could I see myself doing it for a long window of time? If the answer is no, then maybe it's not the right one because you're inevitably going to fail and then you're going to blame yourself for being a failure. You're going to blame yourself for not having willpower. You're going to blame yourself for lacking discipline. Then you're going to blame the program for actually not working. You're going to blame the diet for not working, right? When in fact, it just didn't work for you. It wasn't the right one for you, okay? So I want you to keep that in mind. And the last thing that I mentioned earlier is keep in mind, who are you following? You need to guard you need to guard yourself from social media, okay? You could look at the people I follow on social media. I don't follow any fitfluencers on social media. Screw that. Because I used to follow them and it would cloud my judgment. It'd make me feel inferior. They all work out shirtless. I don't I'm just I do not follow a single athlete on my Instagram account. I don't follow a single millionaire on my Instagram account. I'm just not interested in that you know, that, that comparison trap and, and, and feeling inferior every time I open up my phone, I want to feel good. I follow real people. I follow my clients. I follow other dads. I thought, you know, there might be one or two like sort of accounts on there that, you know, maybe are like bigger accounts, but I don't know why, you know, for whatever reason I follow, I, everybody I follow is intentional. Okay. And again, it's because I don't want my judgment. I don't want my perception of like my day, my reality to be clouded by other people's highlight reel, other people's 400 pound back squat or snatches or abs or their million dollars or this and that and you know, freaking all the other things. Okay. So guard yourself on social media, unfollow as many people as you need to that are not helping you become better, that are not helping your mindset, that are not helping you actually achieve the things that you want to achieve. Okay. All right, that's it. I hope this was helpful. If it was, I'd love for you to share it with a friend. This is short, I know, but I hope it was a valuable lesson. I hope it was a valuable episode for you. If it was, I'd love for you to leave this episode a five-star review. 
I'd love for you to also just shoot me a DM and say, hey, Kev, that was really helpful, or an email at kevin at dadbodwad.net, or I'd also love for you to take a screenshot of this right now, post it to IG Stories so I can personally thank you for listening. You rock, Legacy Maker. Let's keep creating a legacy of health and fitness for generations to come. Let's go. Yeah.